Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. It's been a couple of weeks since we have been on the show, and I do apologize. I have not been feeling well. And uh, so we're back with you this week, and we're going to bring on Jay Logan. Mr. Logan, it's so good to be back with you. How are you? Hi, I'm doing okay, Gail. I'm out here in California, and um, everything is going well out here. We haven't you know, the spring has started, so everybody's getting into that spring feeling, you know. So everything's great. That's great. You know, it's um, I really miss being on the show with you. You know, um, really, really miss being on the show. So it's good to hear your voice today. So you know, never take your health for granted, as they say, right? That's right. We miss you too. We miss you too, and we wish you knew the well, Gail. And I know it's been rough, but you know we got you. You know the team. We got you. You just go ahead and pull through this. We got you. We're gonna do this. We're gonna pull through this. And... <laughs> well, you know, to, to some people, just to let everyone know what's going on. Um, you know, I pulled what I thought was a dislocated shoulder, Jay. You know what I mean? And you take for mm-hmm. granted because I'm not used to being sick, as you know. And um, you take for granted that everything is fine, and, well, a dislocated shoulder, well, the shoulder popped back in, but there's also, like, the rotary cuff and all these parts of the arm sometimes that we don't realize that allow our arms to turn, okay? And, unfortunately, going through the physical therapy, you know, everyone should know about this because even kids that hurt their arms, you know, we take it for granted and just say, oh, he just fell. But sometimes, depending on how you fall, Jay, can affect you for, like, the rest of your life, like your arms, your legs, your extremities, so important. And I just think sometimes, you know, I took it for granted, oh, I'm going to be back ready to go within a week. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> so, um, but I, I am definitely ready to get back into the swing of things and um, let's get moving. I know we've got some really good stuff on tonight and, you know, I mean, today for uh, Sound Bites. So, you know, are you ready to get started? Now, how do we want to start off here, Jay? Do we want to start off with music or do we want to start off with uh, lead off with a real intense, uh, you know, news for the day and kind of let our audience slide into home base with some fun stuff. What do you think? Oh, uh, well, let's, let's, give them, let's give them the power for the last. Let's make them wait so they can listen to our whole show. We give them the real good meaty stuff in the end. Okay, that sounds good to me, Jay. <laughs> I'm, so Jay, I, I, I'm going to go right ahead, sir. I, su- I suggest that maybe we start off with uh, a little digital music news, but, you know, you know. 
That sounds good. That, you know, that sounds good to me. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, let's talk. Let's talk about SoundCloud and YouTube and free Spotify users and talk about uh, what they're not doing and what they are doing. Um, you know, subscription and ad support revenues virus. Uh, it seems like uh, the Spotify users is paying like zero point seventy two per year, which amounts to really nothing. So I added it up. And I was looking at my old, um, yeah, I was looking at some of my old uh, royalty checks, right? So now as royalty stand now for us guys, you know, for the musician, people who write songs, it looks like, and, and Gail, you warned me about this, so I'm preaching to the choir, but I'm just reminding our, uh, our, 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 our listeners that uh, the average musician will make, every time his song plays on a streaming service, um, it's uh, four cents for every 400 times your song plays. So let's add double that to 800 times. So now you get 8 cents. So let's just round it off, Gail. Every thousand times your song plays, you'll get a 10 cents in your hand. So then I said, so, so that's every thousand. So that means again, we start with 10. 10 cents times 10, that's a dollar for every 10,000 spins or 10,000 streams you get. So now that's, now that's times that. 10,000, which is a dollar, to 100,000. That's $10 for every 100,000. Now, let's go all the way to a million. So every time your song, we're going to stop there. Every time your song plays, listening audience, a million times. Now, a million times. Now, give, it a, give it to account how many billions of songs there are out there. So you got to ask yourself, will they ever play my songs a million times? Guess what? If you do get lucky, Gail, and they play your song a million times, you'll get a whopping one hundred dollars. But here's the thing. If, but it, it, let's let's go even further than that. If you are a paying subscriber for the year, okay, you're only getting twenty nine dollars mm-hmm. and forty one cents. Now I tried to warn everyone about this ahead of time, like you said earlier. Streaming is great, okay, but it does not support the artist. It for, so here's, here's, this is a long term impact. You are an artist. You are a producer. You know, even points today, I said something to someone the other day about the music that we're putting out ourselves. And the, the, the gentleman said to me, well, you know, publishing doesn't mean much, okay? Well, I can understand what he's saying, publishing doesn't mean much, because with publishing, right, you're not even sure, okay? You're not even sure what you're going to get. You know what I mean? You're just not sure, mm-hmm. because you're not sure if someone, if you're an unknown artist, you're not even sure this person is going to play your music. You see what I'm saying? Right. You're not sure. Right. I... You're not sure. Right. So um, that, that makes you have to go out, okay? That makes you have to go out now, and you have to literally tour. And now you're touring for the whole year where before you could you know, make a living off of sale. Or you have to stay online all the time to drive sales to your site or to whatever, whether it's the record company site, whether it's, you know, the sites you have one for your online aggregation. You you have to do one of two things. And if you're a producer, okay, you have to now charge higher rates, higher percentages that you want to receive from the artist, okay, which, again, falls back to the artist having to be out there. If the artist has a family, 
and it's and, and and people are probably saying, why is she going there? Because if you have a family and you're staying out most of the time and you don't have time, like you have to literally tour 52 weeks or 50 weeks out of the year when you're with your family. It causes a, a break in family, causes a break in monetary value of your music. It causes a break for the producers to want to stay in this business. And at the end of the day, the people that are making the money, even the streamers are not making as much money as people think. It's like music has been reduced. And there's a lot of revenue models, but there's revenue models more so for the major companies than anyone else. So these are the things we have to look at, okay? Is the YouTube value worth the value? Is that included in the streaming price, Jay? Is the uh, Now they have um, where you can actually get onto Vivo. Is that worth it? Is, um, you know, all these ad models, are they worth it, okay? Who's really clicking on ads? Most people get sick of ads. Right. Okay? You have to have a social media team. But here's the thing. Human beings are also getting sick of social media, too. Right. That's true. I thought about this, you know, young and old. I thought about this the other day. Now we're getting into virtual reality, which that's a whole other conversation after this. But, you know, it's, it's concerning because artists are not getting the value they need. So you're really not only breaking up the music industry, you're breaking up family, breaking up marriages, breaking up relationships, because now the artists where they could tour, even if they chose to tour six months on the road and off. Now, the one area that probably, well, and here's the other thing, country music will suffer too because country music is really liked by a lot of people, okay? They go out on the road. They could go out on the road and then stay, but see, bars will start to say, hey, I don't have to pay these, these singers but so much. You know what I mean? Music uh-huh. artists will become de- desperate. People will have no integrity, okay? If you thought the music industry was something before where you heard negative things, you're going to hear uh, producers are charging too much. Artists can't make their music. You won't hear good quality music because the producer is not going to find it worth his time. Songwriters won't want to write. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. Because no one is going to be getting paid enough. As much as the, a lot of people felt the industry was crooked before, people were still able to get paid. Right. Now we, def- we, we definitely need a copyright reform, and a lot of the, the artists need to come together with Congress and work out something to where we have copyright reform that will address these digital issues because the copyrights right now only address the things in the real world, which we was getting paid. Even with all the underhanded things going on, like you said earlier, we were getting paid. So now which this all comes to an introduced standoff between YouTube and all of the major labels. Even Sony and the Universal Music Group are now collectively renegotiating their license or they're now threatening not to renew them at all, which causes a big mess if that happens. Well, you know, the thing is that that is a big mess. And, you know, it's, and, and this is where I say the artist has to be taught to have their own business. You see, I've been teaching that for years, okay? That is an issue. That is a major issue, okay? That is a major issue. So I think that's one of the places that we really have to look, okay? That's one of the major right. issues that we really have to work. So, right. you know, I would say that's where we are. Okay. <laughs> I would say that's definitely where we are. Um, I don't 
have too much more on that because I think we could go on and we would be still sitting here two weeks later. <laughs> yeah, we'll follow that story a little later and find out where that goes, you know. Um, and you're right. We could, that could go on and on. Um, um, I, I, I don't know if you want me to bring the next topic up, but it's just up to you, Gail. You want to well, bring the next I, thing up or you want yeah, I think I think I will on this one. You know, we're sitting here talking about music, okay? Um, I'm really concerned about that, you know, really, really concerned about um, the direction music is going to go, okay? Because, um, I, you know, I don't even – Jay, let's go on to the next topic because I, I, I started to say more on that. And, and, you know, we could, like I said, we could be here all day. All okay. Day. Well, well, check this out. Well, you know, like you know, when you ever go, you know, not at home, this high tech. Well, I give it to the big kudos to the California company that's come up with a high tech way to find out who's at your door. I mean, you can, you know, the people uh, they can ring your doorbell and you can see, you can talk to the people, you can talk to the visitors, even when you're not at home. If I was visiting you in New York, I could answer my door from uh, from New York in California. So they've came up with this doorbell, digital doorbell technology that keeps criminals away and it's pretty cool. It has been working out here to where people think that you're in your house and you can answer like, hello, Gail. Uh, yes, I'm busy. I'm in the shower. So could you come back later? So it's a great deterrent um, to keep the, you know, keep your house safe. You know, it's called the smart doorbell and it, it turns on your lights and it does all these great things. And uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a great little new, new gadget. You know, you always, Tell me, let's look at what's going on in the high tech world. But this is a great thing because you know it's a deterrent, and they don't know if you're in the house or not. So I don't know if wow. you agree with that piece. Yeah, so I might get one of these things and um, um, you know, and see how it works, and then and then come back on the show and say, hey, this thing works, and it's cheaper than getting cameras. You know, you know, like you get security cameras, you got to put them all through your house and stuff. Well, this this is a little thing you can just put there, and you can put it anywhere, and you can talk to them over your phone. You say hello. Um, you can see them, and um, they can't steal your packages when the uh, UPS or the the FedEx comes. Uh, it's great little things. Technology has just just gone overboard. So I just want to let you guys know out there that this digital doorbell is available, and um, it's a great the great doorbell. thing. Um, <laughs> it's, it's <awesome. laughs> the digital doorbell, really? Okay, after yes. all, the digital doorbell. Okay, I, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. The digital doorbell. Yeah, the smart is a smart doorbell. <laughs> okay, I'm no. done. I'm done. I'm I'm done. You guys have really uh, outdone yourselves. The digital doorbell. That's right. You know? That's uh. So that's you see that? You know, that's good, Jay. I like that one. Sorry. Yeah. So that that's that, that's what's going on with that. You know. Um, Speaking of digital things, uh, Gail, too, I was looking at some of the stuff in the digital age. Since we're talking about digital things, um, you know, they're, they're saying that these now that when you fill out a job application, you know, they have robots interviewing you. And I was like, wow, you're going to have a robot? How's a robot going to interview? Well, what the algorithm does is it's keywords in your job app, digital job app uh, online when you send it in, and it looks at these certain words, and if you don't have a certain word in your application, it will push, push, push you to the side and look for other people that have these certain 
clues or landmark uh, words in their uh, application, which I don't think it's fair, you know, but this is what companies are doing. When you apply online now, they, if you don't have the right things in there and you don't, it's kind of like, if you don't have the right things in there, you're not going to get hired. You know, you have to have uh, these technical jobs. They want to know what you're doing, where you work, and you got to stay current. And if you don't have current news in there, they'll just push, push you to the side. So you guys need to be very, stay current, you know, check the Internet, uh, check what your provider and employees need you to have in these uh, when they're recruiting because they have recruiting software that scans your applications. And if you don't have the right social media information in there, that might be the reason why you didn't get a call. So I just want to put that out there. That's what's going on. That, that, little robots. And that's, that, that's really upsetting because now when you say physical robots, like people or just robots, online robots? On, on, online robots. On, um, and it might, it might assume be people one day. It might be physical robots one day, but for now it's online. It's, um. it's a, and that's upsetting because, you know, that is really letting go of the older side of the population. It is said, Jay, that in 20 years – the young people now will have to make a choice between taking care of their parents or taking care of their children. People will not be relevant. Okay. Wow. wow. Okay. Because it, 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 60 to 75% of the population is under 30 of the world. Well, uh, uh, yeah, so, you know, that's, uh, that's, oh, wow. That's a big choice there. Mm. Now here's, here's a, Here's another thing I want to share about um, share about that is that you know a lot of people in their jobs in their current jobs may not have to deal with social media. You see what I'm saying? If you are a if you are a sanitation driver and decide you want to go for another job in the office, you, what do you need with social media to tell you where the garbage is going? <laughs> and if you are an astronaut with NASA, right? Usually something mm-hmm. is set up for you. You're, not, you're worried about how you're going to get to the moon, and if you're actually on the moon, you're worried about giving the proper scientific information back to NASA and the respective country you're in, which would be the United States. You're not worried about, let me get on social media and let them know what I'm doing up here. I'm eating a sandwich while I'm up in space. <laughs> we're correct. <laughs> not worried about that. Okay. No. I mean, and that's why I went from sanitation driver to um, a NASA astronaut. And if you are in the lab, which this is a lot of people because I was nerdy. I love science. But if you're in the lab trying to find cures for different diseases, oh, let me stop and go look on my social media and let them know I found the cure. Really? Right. And if you're one of the top lawyers in the country who is uh, dealing with an intellectual property case between, let's say, um, Pfizer on on medication and Merck, which is another – a pharmaceutical company. Oh, let me go stop what I'm doing on my case and let them know how I'm doing as a lawyer. Really? Here right. you go. Mm-hmm. And this also forces people to not have their social media private, but have to have their social media in a way that is open to employers, which I think that's where the line needs to be drawn. It's none of your business. Right. You know, I might be sending a personal note to my husband maybe, you know what I mean? Or my girlfriend maybe, or my wife maybe, or my boyfriend. Do you think I need them to know, oh, why were you sending this note? What does that have to do? Really? And they've been like, hey, honey, how are you? You want any potatoes from the market? A husband might be sending <laughs> to a wife or a boy. So really, it gets, you know, that's, 
that's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I, I have no, I couldn't, you know. Okay. Well, Jay, I have one for you too. You ready for it? Yes, I am. Well, this is kind of interesting. Um, you know, it's, <laughs> okay, okay, I'm, I'm going to be good. This is this is interesting. So, Jay, we were just talking about this. On behalf of money.com, from time.com, how the music business is boosting revenues after de- decades of, cl- uh, of decline. Shall I go ahead? Yes. You, you sure you want me to? Yeah, this is interesting. Trade groups representing musicians say they're not getting their fair share of the streaming music market. Just what you're talking about. Specifically, they say the amount that they get from ad-supported sites like YouTube are so low that bands, even in this digital day and age, make more money from vinyl record sales than they do from YouTube. Okay? So that's, that's one area we're going to talk about. Okay? Here's another area, which this is pretty deep, because I, I'm going to the – I want everyone to kind of be with me and you too, Jay. Country music has an uneven response to anti-gay laws, okay? So several country music, music artists and, and songwriters have condemned proposed laws that critics say discriminate against LGBT people. But anyone looking for a reaction from the record labels and production companies on Nashville's Music Row has heard only the sound of silence. Hmm. Now, this mm-hmm. is pretty deep, okay? Uh, some artists are canceling shows there. But now, this is something to say. We're, on one hand, we're saying music artists are not getting paid enough, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Okay? And on another hand, we're saying that music has relevance, uh, relevance because they can speak up about anti-gay laws, right? But we're not paying our mm-hmm. music artists. You get where I'm going? Mm-hmm. We're, we're not paying our music artists. So to me, that's pretty deep. That's pretty deep because we're saying our music makes a difference, but we're at the same time saying that we're not going to pay them enough. You get where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. Okay. So if our music makes a difference, then why aren't the artists being paid enough? <laughs> if our music right. really makes a difference with resounding voices being heard for the people, then why aren't our artists being paid enough? That's a, that's a good question. Okay. It's a, it's a, some greedy 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 greedies up there. <laughs> no, I just, I just thought I would just bring that to the, you know, to the forefront. Hey, why not? Hey, I'm I'm just you know, listen, I am just making a statement. That's all I'm doing. Okay, you know, um, which brings me to my next. Well, I, 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 I wanted to say something, and it's just the truth. But since, since you know, since me and you, we've been in this this business, this music thing, it's 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 true that labels have always withheld massive shares of royalties with or without YouTube or Spotify, or all of these other. Even though the, the whole industry has been cut in half since YouTube, the money rev, the run money stream has been sliced since two thousand. Yeah, so the record industry is not making as much as they used to. So now they're really going to hold back because they've always 
withheld massive shares of royalties because a lot of times, because sometimes musicians don't know about them. They don't go back and handle their business and find out if the record company owes them any royalties from way back. And so the companies just hold on to their money. So I just wanted to throw that in real just to put it not all on Spotify, not all on Apple, but uh, you know the music industry has a little. Uh, they have to take a little of the flack too, because they have done some things to a lot of artists where they they have held royalties back. I've I've, I've been there, so. Got it. And then, you know, YouTube, it doesn't help. Those other things come in, that doesn't help anything. But, you know, <laughs> Spotify and all those guys don't help. So it's like um, all of them need to get it together because now, the, 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 like, like we're stuck with the creative people, like you said, the, the people that's trying to, like, to teach the world to sing, you know, the, the musicians that are doing things for humanity and the world and those guys that's making a difference are the ones that are suffering. Well, but it's saying. also, but but it's, it's it's more than that. We can't just blame the radio. You know, I've never. So I have a different thought process on the music label. It's not music labels holding back from artists. What artists have to understand is, you're a music label. You're only but so big. There's some artists who are going to make it, and some aren't. And that is because they have to stay afloat too. They have people they have to pay. So it, it, it's it's balanced on both sides. The issue here is that we now have all these data companies involved, we now have all technology companies involved, and everybody is taking a piece of the pie, okay? So we have to, it, it, you know, it's all artists decided one day, and I've said this many times, that they're not going to make any music at all, okay? Sell it through their own channels. The, the music industry would be dead. Now, the problem with that is you may not get it out for consumption. So let's say artists decided I'm not going to make any music and give it out to anyone. And then YouTube said, well, I'm not going to carry your music. The consumer would never get that. Maybe that needs to happen. Maybe everyone should go on strike so the consumer can understand the value of music. Maybe that needs to happen. I mean, it sounds far-fetched, but maybe that does need to happen, you know, so that we can all Mm -hmm. appreciate what we have. Sometimes you have to do things to appreciate, to have people appreciate what they're missing, okay? And, Jerry, I want to go into the, the next one here. This is an interesting thing. So we have Black Lives Matter, and then we have the Whiteness Project. I saw the Whiteness Project a couple of, uh, maybe a year ago with this guy that was on it, and I was like, oh, my God, no. And then I saw the Black Lives Project, and I kind of feel the same about both. Like, you know, are we causing a rift ourselves with each other? What if we didn't look at color? Now, maybe people think I am, you know, living in another world, but no, I'm not. I'm living in this world. What if we didn't focus on the color at hand and we focused on each other? What would that look like? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's just my question, you know. Um, you guys can check it out. Jay, I don't even want to go into it. People can look at Black Lives Matter. They can, use, <laughs> look at the whiteness, they can look at the Whiteness Project. You know, why don't we have then the Italian Project and the Pakistani Project and the India Project? You know what I mean? We could go for days. You know what I mean? So right. that's just, you know, a little bit of my humor, but I think it's ridiculous, and I think we need to get away from that. So with that said, um, I've got nothing else to say on that one, Jay. Do you have anything to say on that? Yes, I, I wanted to talk about the millennials, you know, age from 15, you know, Jelena's a millennial, and your, your nieces, and to 27. These, these guys, 
they could care less if you're green, pink, orange, blue, or orange. They live in this whole new world, you know, with iPads and this digital thing, and they make these avatars. And, you know, that's the goodness of these, this new generation that's, that's kind of high hope. Hopefully they get it, Gail. And maybe this whiteness project is something good. You know, maybe it is. Because you know what? It's, it's, it's basically saying, there was a girl on there, she was saying, why are we talking about this? Why are we talking about uh, who's black and who's white? There was another kid on there talking about he was a football player, he was a running back. And most running backs are considered black guys. And he said, I'm a white guy. And people, they kind of discriminate against me because I'm a white running back. It's crazy. So I think this whiteness project is a good thing because it just brings us to the issues that it doesn't really matter. And this, it also tells us that the young people are trying to not make race an issue. And they're trying they to stop talking that. about they, what... They say that, but I also... Here's where I would disagree. Because we've been so busy talking about Asian... You know, Asians are known to be smart in math, okay? Um, Caucasians want, are known to have everything in hand. Uh, black people feel they're not being accepted. Um, Indian people feel that, you know, they want to just come here and make a difference. (laughs) African people feel another way. Italians feel another way. The Polish feel another way. The Russians feel another way. We're all people, guys, you know. Um, If we really don't need to talk about it, then there shouldn't be a Black Lives Matter or a Whiteness Project. That's how I feel. If you remember, we had Patrick Patrick (laughs) Fiazza on here a couple of months ago. Uh, from the U.N., mm-hmm. and he talked about why are we focused on culture anyway? Right. Because you, you're constantly separating yourself. You're separating the pack if you keep talking about separation, and you're talking about it when you're saying don't talk about it. Right. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. 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 Okay. Wow. Um, guys, guys, I had to do a little bit of a pep up there because I've been really, really not feeling well. So love, that's why I love when Jay Logan is on the, on the radio because it, <laughs> it's so much fun. So you know, going, it, it, it's just you know that. I just want to get to a point. I'm not saying we all have culture. That's what I'm looking at. Even though he said don't focus on the culture, let's celebrate each other. That's what I'm really, really saying. Let's celebrate each other. Right. That, you that's know, what that's, it's about. Yes. If we're celebrating each other, then we won't be doing this, you know? You know? Right. And, every, and, and going back to the music industry, I have to laugh about this. Um, music, everybody is putting out a, a feel-good song now. Well, you see, when you do that, you saturate the music and nobody wants to listen then that becomes a competition. We just have to get back to enjoying life integrating. But I, want to, I do want to get into virtual reality. They, they were so desperate to push virtual reality. I went to the Verizon store recently that Samsung was giving away free virtual reality um, headsets. Wow. Okay? wow. They've now gone from $300 to 100 They're making it real affordable. Folks, when you come out of this, it takes you a while to come out of it. You don't have your own mind. You've got to be aware, folks. You've got to be aware. This is not something you can play with. We are not in the matrix. We are not in the matrix. That's all I'm going to say. 
We are not, I'm not against it, but I'm not totally for it if people are too young. This is going to break up marriages. Porn companies, pornography companies are talking about taking advantage of this. Where men and women already have problems in their marriages and relationships, and this is going to make people so addictive. It is said that Japan just created a new uh, porn robot for wow. virtual reality. All right? Okay? I'm not going to go into it on air. Let's just say that. Wow. Well, that's uh, that sounds like the Japanese over there might make some stuff like that. <laughs> it's a, it's called the four four hundred dollar virtual sex suit. Allows men to fully interact with porn. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> okay. Okay, and the right. the company is called Kenga has created the virtual reality sex suit, which walks you off while projecting cartoonish porn into your eyeballs and thrusting a pair of uh, fairly lousy-looking fake boobs at your face. Wow. Well, uh, wow. <laughs> so, and, that, and that will turn into a real, a real, because even though it's a cartoon... Eventually, the graphics will get better, and computer technology will get better, and that becomes that's oh, scary, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah, scary. And what it does yeah. is, so someone just uh, put a joke up about the current cartoon and tired of getting rejected because women understand uh, misunderstand interest for being thirsty. Uh, it's crazy. It's just, this is crazy. I mean, the suit is here. Now, look at this. Oculus, Okay. On Fortune magazine, the sex game could help Oculus sell virtual reality in Japan. That's crazy. That is why I did not want to get into Oculus. Oculus VR is going for a hundred bucks. Wow. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Because there are known facts that when a man or a woman are more heightened by that. They can't be heightened by their partner the same way. Breaks up marriages, guys. Are you hearing that? On the other hand, when it's done at the UN, it makes you actually really get into the mindset of the people who are going through different things around our planet, okay? If it's in music, you could get the real vibe of someone's music, but you cannot do that if you're doing it for other things. So as well as it could be used for good, it may not be used for that as well. Hmm. Well, I wonder if the FCC is going to allow this suit to be. Uh... <laughs> this is crazy. Um, that's just a little joke. Um, you know, you know what? You know, I think. <laughs> I hope anybody, nobody gets electrocuted or you know shocked or you know. Um, That's why I said I'm not even going to tell you what the one in Japan does, because if I do, it would be way, oh, my God. Just uh, Let's just say it'd be pretty graphic. It'd be pretty graphic. (laughs) You know, we'll leave it there, okay? It'll be pretty graphic. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's what I can say. Um, So on to the next topic. Let's go on to the next topic, Jay. I think that might be the best thing for us to do. Which is, uh, okay. which is, I believe, if I'm not uh, mistaken, is about the college thing. 
or I think we've already uh, covered that. So, you know, I guess really that's our news for the day, Jay, unless you have one last piece of news for us. Um, well, um, I just wanted to say that um, uh, just I would, I would announce it here. I talked to you about it, Gail. Um, I'm getting a chance to, uh, and it's official now, Gail, that I'm, I'm producing the Babyface and L.A. Reed's old group, The Deal. So you heard it here first on um, our station. So you guys to know that uh, we, we, Gail, and our whole team, everybody, will be helping uh, Babyface and L.A. Reed's old group, The Deal, make it come back. So there's going to be some things going on, and it's official. I've talked to the members of The Deal. And I just want to announce that on our show, and I'm very excited, Gail. And so um, we need your help, of course. <laughs> oh, not a problem. And congratulations. Yeah, so. We are so happy because Jay Logan has worked his – okay, I'll, I'll be good. Jay Logan has worked his tushi off. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so. and, and one of our, one of our, one of our uh, co-partners, uh, uh, Leon Burnett, that – Gail and I have on our show. He's a uh, part of this, and so he's been on our show. And so we'll just see. We'll keep you in tune. Keep everybody in tune on things to come. And uh, we have commitments. I don't want to say uh, from Babyface in L.A., but I'll say we do have some type of commitments that they will be doing something. Maybe I don't want to just say it because it has to come from their mouth. But very positive, positive. Uh, um, uh, information coming from those guys being part of this, this venture. So, well, with that on that note, <laughs> that sound that sounds really great, and we're going to leave off on that note, ha- having some fun here. So you heard it first here, and we're going to put that out. And um, exciting news, Jay, and we're going to go out with I want your number. All right. 